Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. There's desperation and anguish. More than 80,000 Afghans have since arrived in America. But this story is still unfolding. I'm Andrea Smartin. In my new podcast, Stranger Becomes Neighbor, we'll find out what happens to these new arrivals in our communities. Who would help our newest neighbors? Follow us at kslpodcast.com, Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen. ASL's Live Mike with Lee Lonsberry. Welcome back to the program, Live Mike, episode 20. I'm Lee Lonsberry. Thanks. Listen, in that last segment, uh, I, I communicated poorly. I apologize. Let me very quickly uh, kind of restate my point. I am not arguing against press briefings uh, out of the White House. I find, rather, the motives of the signatories of this letter to be impure. The A White House press briefing has taken on a new nature. It is not the informative and uh, clear uh, exercise it was in years past where we learn uh, in informative and important and impactful details about the goings on of our government here uh, or our activities out and abroad. It's turned into, uh, or at least it has in recent years, uh, a bit of a, a circus where the spectacle itself of the press briefing performs better in terms of ratings than do the talking heads who ramble on their own. So I think uh, that we may be going about the same thing, uh, just in a different way. I do admire uh, members of the press and the hard work they do standing uh, for truth and communicating it to you. Uh, But I think on the topic of press briefings held in the White House, we all need to, on both sides of this matter, both the White House and uh, uh, us as members of the press and specifically the press corps, we need to all kind of come to a consensus as to what is the value of these press briefings, why do they exist, and how ought they to be uh, carried out in the future. That's my big point. I apologize for not being able to too clearly communicate it uh, in the last segment. I'd like to thank a few of the texters, though, who sent uh, (laughs) so you remember I played that cj craig audio as anyone uh, any fan of the of the west wing will know is a fictional character thank you to the texter who pointed that out cj craig not actually a press secretary but uh, a character in a drama written by aaron sorkin uh and then there are also a few folks that pointed out pierre salinger was strong marlon fitzwater james brady uh, and dd myers dd myers in fact who signed uh the letter we just walked through uh anyway thank you for letting me uh, talk about that i want to turn back now to the governor's announcement uh throughout the program we have learned that a number of people have opted not to run for governor first and foremost we had in this very studio uh utah's first district congressman rob bishop my former boss he came in here and he let us know in fact he's not running for governor he's thrown his support behind thomas Wright. and i uh if uh, if my crystal ball uh, still has any juice left in it i think that might indicate something so i'm going to stay tuned to that storyline see where that develops uh but then in jest a number of other folks let me know that they were not running for governor to include uh ksl news radio's debbie dejanovic uh my mother sent a text in there were a few of you folks uh texting via the uh, utah community credit union text line five seven five zero zero letting us know that uh, uh not only you uh, had opted out of the governor's race, but also in one instance, your dog Bernard uh, would like it to be known that he is not running for governor. So we're just really we're working the the other way. Many uh, states and races they like to let folks know who is uh, running. We're going to go the opposite way. So we're just going to eliminate all of the the folks. Uh, Amy, producer Amy, joins us in studio. You have been uh, poring over the polling data. Uh, you, you did uh, one of those push pull type things where you find out. 
what folks uh, feel about your candidacy as governor. And uh, I'll tell you what, why don't you just take it away? What are your future endeavors regarding the governor's mansion? I will not be moving into the governor's mansion anytime soon. Not, okay. I'm not going to try, really. Okay. Uh, I think I'm pretty happy here at KSL. I'm going to stick with my current job. A lot of reasons for that. A lot of considerations. But, well, first uh, and foremost, the expert host you get to work with each exactly. day. I, I get it. Very good. So uh, you heard it here first. Uh, Amy Kobabe not running for governor of this great state. Now, the real reason uh, we had you come in studio uh, today, aside from that uh, impactful announcement, which uh, watch Twitter. It's going to blow up. So... We have a, a process here on this program. We each morning will comb through the news uh, and various uh, producers, myself included, you uh, will give some pitches. And sometimes those pitches don't make it. They're great, interesting stories, uh, but they don't rise, uh, in, in my humble opinion, to the level of uh, uh, talk radio worthy. But they're interesting nonetheless, and they have some merits on their own. So why don't we play a little cleanup? We have a few minutes left. Uh, would you run through some of the, some of the topics that uh, did not make it uh, onto the program today? All right, so the first one is a national story from last week. Uh, the headline was pretty pretty catching. Designed by clowns, Boeing papers show employees slid 737 MAX problems past the FAA. If you've looked through some of these papers, uh, there were some interesting comments. That Designed by clowns uh, comment was one employee writing to another saying this airplane is designed by clowns who in turn are supervised by monkeys. Boeing's not having a good run of things. No. We learned uh, last year those terrible heartbreaking crashes of the 737 max it was a boeing 737 which was shot down no it wasn't a it was not a max though that was shot down it was an older plane not the earlier model well, i understand, the I understand. The, a boeing 737 not the max was shot down in iran as i said and uh we learned too that the 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 ceo just today has been replaced and it was uh, after all of those emails that were released to congress that they had uh, some not-so-great things to say. All right, that was right. a pretty good story. What else yeah. you got? All right, so the next one is a Utah story, an incident, uh, well, a lot of incidents, actually. Incident calls increasing at 9,300% after the homeless center opened. A Salt Lake City police chief is is quoted as saying they have a 9,300% increase. The number of calls, though, has, has gone up because they only had, well, about two calls in this area before that homeless center opened up. And now they've had uh, 188 last when, Whenever you see something increasing by 9,000 or some odd percent like that, it's because the original number was like akin to zero. So low. So down by what? Is it 33rd South roundabouts there? They open up a new shelter. There's yep. some trouble happening and a few folks have called the police. Right. Well, and All you right. can imagine that they have an increase in traffic there that they just didn't have before traffic. A lot of more, a lot more people there. So uh, that's something we'll probably see continue to, to change. Those All right. Numbers. What else you got? All right. This one's pretty funny. An Olympic first card board beds for Tokyo Athletes Village. Okay, so here's the, here's the deal with this story. I remember when it was pitched and I read it and I was fascinated by it. The, the only shortcoming is I don't know how to talk about cardboard beds for uh, you know seven or eight minutes here on the radio. But the story itself is fascinating. And once you dive into it, you realize that there's actually some fascinating engineering going on. They are using a cardboard uh, rated to sustain weights up to like what, 400 and some odd pounds. Uh, that would take care of pretty much everyone in the Olympics. I don't know what those power lifters weigh or the the, the, do they flip tires in the Olympics or do they pull airplanes with their teeth in the Olympics? Those folks may be uh, uh, weighing a little bit more than four. Or was that the strongman contest? I, know, I get I get all those contests confused. Uh, I'll tell you what, we got time for one last story. What do you got? 
All right. Construction changes, boarding process for some at the Salt Lake City Airport. So if you go to the airport and uh, it takes a little bit longer, they don't expect it to, but these construction changes are uh, continuing and they're improving it. So some there of the, could be some delays. Some of the gate uh, activity is yep. you get uh, in there, you go through security, you make your way to the gate, and instead of walking straight onto the airplane, you might have to take a shuttle over to the plane. Very good. Uh, we're going to do this segment. We're going to try to do it from time to time because there are so many stories that do warrant uh, some attention, but they just don't. Uh, how do you fill six, seven, eight, nine, ten minutes talking about uh, airport terminals or cardboard beds? Uh, we'll smash them all together and talk about them all at once. Uh, thank you for joining us here on the program today. Next up, you know it. It's Jeff Kaplan's Afternoon News here on KSL News Radio.